From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, June 28th. Moab's mountain biking community is feeling the effects of the Pack Creek Fire. It's burned nearly 9,000 acres in the LaSalle Mountains south of town after a campfire was left unattended. Reporter Ashley Button has more. The Pack Creek Fire has closed popular mountain biking trails like Burrow Pass and portions of the whole enchilada. Campgrounds in the National Forest remain closed to the public. Officials are still searching for who may have started and abandoned that campfire. In the meantime, we're going to check in with members of Moab's mountain biking community to see how they're coping with the impact. Hi, I'm Ryan Lowe and I work at Bike Fiend. Uh, it's definitely caused some stress because a lot of people's livelihood depends on being able to drop riders off up in that area and it's it's been closed for two weeks now and um, a lot of uncertainty as to if the trails are going to be destroyed um, and when it's going to be open again. What are you telling people now who call who want to go mountain biking in the mountains? It's pretty popular, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're just letting them know they're going to be dropped off lower on the mountain um, than, than normal for this time of year or sending them uh, out, out in the desert. But it's, uh, it's been pretty hot, so that's not ideal. In addition to Burrow Pass, the Hazard County Mountain Bike Trail is also closed in the top section of the whole enchilada, as well as the area around Haystack Mountain, including Uwa and Warner Lakes. Ryan says some roads have been closed, causing problems for the lower sections of the whole enchilada. For KZMU News in Moab, I'm Ashley Bunton. This story was made possible through a grant from the Grand County Office of Economic Development. Since the early days of the Pack Creek Fire, managers have said containment and suppression efforts will take a long time. Rachel Wooten is on the local interagency Type 3 team that's taken over leadership of fire response since Friday. She still wants the public to prepare for continued closures, but does have some good news. Over the weekend, crews got the fire's containment to 80%, and their work is now coinciding with a multidisciplinary analysis of the burn scar. We speak with Wooten for more. I've been seeing the fire slowly and steadily get more and more contained. We've had reports from you every day, you know, 76% contained. Now it's 80% contained as of Monday. So tell us how fire crews have been able to do this over the last several days. Yeah, so the, the fire crews have been, you know, continuing to work on the fire. And basically, you know, the, the places that they're in now, they're just working through the kind of remaining part that is outside of their, their containment line. They have been, you know, not only not only doing that, but also patrolling for hot spots and making sure that they're doing rehabilitation, but in places that, that we can do that now. You know, they're feeling pretty confident about the fire. They've had uh, a lot of the weather has been really helpful, right? So kind of the cooler temperatures and the higher humidity really, really did um, help them out the last couple of days. And, you know, in, in your updates, you've kind of talked about how the Mante Lasalle National Forest has now established this burned area emergency response team, the BEAR team, and they've sort of done some assessments of the burn scar. Um, can you tell us about this effort? What is what is this? Yeah, so the, the team is an interagency team, multidisciplinary too. So you have scientists with 
a lot of different disciplines who are working to to analyze the impact of the fire. And, you know, ultimately they'll they'll work on some recommendations for the national forest lands and kind of help them, you know, decide what the next steps are. But they've been out in the field the last few days doing analyses and, you know, taking samples, things like that. And now they're working on a a report of sorts to help share their findings and help inform that effort. That's really neat. So it sounds like the team includes hydrologists, geologists, soil scientists, road engineers, botanists, all sorts of people with different specialties. And it's my understanding they're sort of creating, um, you know, not only surveys, but kind of identifying any threats to like human life or, you know, the natural resources. Yeah, and their focus is the, the national forest lands, but, you know, certainly I think the the findings and their analysis will be of interest to other folks, too, who either recreate, use the national forest and people in the surrounding area, too. Yeah, speaking of recreation, I think it's worth it to note that there are um, popular hiking and biking trails um, still closed. Can you Can you mention that? Yeah, so the Forest Service does still have a closure for a lot of the recreation sites in that area. So not only the Geyser Pass and Ua Lake, like those roads, but actually the Warner Lake Campgrounds and the Ua Lake Campgrounds remain closed. There are also some biking trails, like part of the whole enchilada and a few other areas that still remain closed. And so what I've asked people to do is take a look at utahfireinfo.gov to visit the closure map. Also, you can also find it on our social media, and that's a great way for folks to look to see, you know, the area you want to visit, is it open, because there's, um, you know, quite a few places. But, of course, managers are still, you know, they want people to be able to access when it's safe. Uh, the other thing I'll mention is that we, uh, you know, the fire managers expect this to be a long duration. So, you know, folks should kind of keep that in mind when they're, you know, planning their summer recreation and, and be cognizant that, you know, the reason that the the forest closure remains in effect now for part of the area is for firefighter and public safety. So please do keep that order. Okay, finally, I, I remember talking to Nick, who was with the Great Basin team, about some drone activity, that there were some illegal drones flying in the area, and he wanted to get the word out that a reminder that it's illegal to fly in the area from Spanish Valley Drive to the La Salle Mountains. Are you still seeing, you know, un- unauthorized use of aircraft happening? We have seen that um, unauthorized drone use on fire, as you mentioned, Molly, and, you know, I think... We, you know, just continue to ask people to not use drones. We know, you know, people are interested in seeing the area, but really that could be a huge risk to the safety of our folks fighting the fire. And the area is under a temporary flight restriction, so it is actually illegal for people to fly their drones. So, you know, it's great, always good to remind people, you know, not to use those in the, the restricted area. Yeah, now that the fire is seeing, you know, greater gains on containment, people might not even think about it, but it's good to kind of remind everyone that it is a safety risk and it's still illegal to do so. Yeah, thanks, Molly. Anything else you want to mention today, Rachel? You know, I'll just remind folks that we also are under stage two fire restrictions here, so campfires are not allowed, and, you know, we hope that you stay 
being safe out there when you're, you're enjoying your public lands. Rachel Wooten with the interagency Type 3 team on the Pack Creek Fire. Find the closure order, Stage 2 fire restrictions, and more information in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, June 28th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.